Yo, 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 what is up, podcast? This is your host, Big Corpse, back again with another episode of The Smoking Section, where we have the hottest topics, bringing you fire conversations with, you know, enlightening and uplifting topics and conversation and linguistics and all that mindset to get ourselves in a good place. So, first and foremost, I want to take a second to say thank you to everybody who uh, watches the podcast or listens to it, better yet, Um, whatever platform you're on. um, I want to say thank you to all the people who have shared, subscribed. Um, It's not a lot, but every single one of you count. Yeah, so I don't want to ever, I want to be as excited for my third subscriber as I am for my millionth. Yeah, because I know one day I'll get there. Yeah, um, I'm just taking my time. Yeah, um, I want to say thank you, of course, to CorpseCollection.com, who um, everybody who you've been supporting that helps support this podcast, which helps support more people, more dreams, more possibilities. Uh, check it out, though. Listen, I'm out here in Ojai, California. Um, if you guys have ever heard of the desert country, this is definitely one of the places. Um, Ojai is up in uh, on the side of the mountains here in in California, um, right outside of uh, Oakview and Casita Springs, where uh, you have the famous house of Johnny Cash. I'm here at the Ojai Valley Inn and Resort. Um, taking a walk, man, out in the sunshine. Uh, the or- uh, I think this is an orchid garden, but it's a beautiful garden, man. Beautiful garden. And I'm just taking a walk, letting the sunshine hit, hearing the birds chirp. I don't know if you guys can hear it all in the background. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, you know, every podcast, I ask people to chime in with me and to tap in with me, you know, on Twitter or Instagram and, you know, give me a topic to talk about, you know, let me know something that might be on your guys' mind or something you might want to hear about or something you might want to, you know, want me to uh, dive into a little bit more. And uh, I had somebody who wants me to be more personal with you guys, with you all, like, you know, be more in-depth about my life, and that's something I, I, I'll be completely honest, you know, with your, as your host, I want to be completely honest with you guys, um, I'm not really comfortable with doing that, you know, I have a lot of darkness, yeah, a lot of pain and suffering that I've held in for a long time, and a lot of stuff that's happened to me, and, and stuff, you know, my traumas, like we all do, you know what I mean, and I just, the way that I deal with it is just me holding it onto myself, and not letting people see that part of me, I just want them to see the happy side of me, you know, the good side of me, the the not anguished side, but today, um, you know what, I'm gonna I'm take a second to dive in with you guys a little bit, and, and give you guys a look into my life, and hopefully, whoever is listening to this podcast at this moment, you know, maybe we can relate a little bit, yeah, um, but today's topic is going to be voices from the grave, uh, so as you guys know, you know, I'm a father, I'm a young father, um, living out here in California by myself, I, I, I literally live out here by myself now, um, after me and, uh, my ex-girlfriend, you know, when we broke up, uh, she was literally the only attachment of family that I had, so, besides my son, you know, so, um, I was never very close with her family, you know, her brothers and sisters, yeah, I looked at them as my brothers and sisters too, but, 
you know, all of the rest of her family, I was never very close to. Yeah, and I had my reason and reasons, reasoning, you know, all that behind it. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but I start off with that is because I feel like that's a generational curse that I also, that me and my ex also walked through because her she came from a divorced household divorced household she witnessed two divorces right where i witnessed one she witnessed two and that's just a big that's a lot of you know karma and just like that's a curse it's a generational curse you know what i mean the statistics show that kids who come from uh, divorced households will more than likely bear a divorced household um but I bring that up is to bring up my father. Yeah, as you guys know, my, my dad passed away in 2016. Um, he was a major part in my life. And when he died, a lot of me changed. A lot of, a lot of me died along with him. Yeah, some of the best parts of me died along with him. Um, and that's something that we do. <clears throat> you know, that's something that happens to us as we lose loved ones, whether it's through death, breakups, you know, divorce. Um, you know, certain differences that are just, um, you just can't reconcile them, you know, what, how does it, they say it, irreconcilable differences, um, you know, when, when you lose somebody through those things, somebody that means a lot to you, some of the best parts of you die with them, they go with them, yeah, like, like, uh, my ex, you know, she got some of the best of me, she got some of the best parts of me, right, and she still holds them to this day, and she will for the rest of her life. Yeah, because I don't want those parts of me back. Yeah, that's the experience we had. So you keep that. You know what I mean? Um, and a part, though, that I feel that I was becoming more like my father, which scared me. Yeah, was <clears throat> a lot of you always hear me speak very highly of my father and speak, you know, his name in praise. But to be honest with you guys and straightforward my dad was a really mean man he was very mean and he demanded respect and he did it through his anger and his ability to articulate words yeah so if you guys know what i'm saying is is he would say mean shit yeah to people and he would say mean things to you and make you feel belittled by his stature yeah because he was a short man he was like five six five seven um i, I mean shit, i was taller than him and i'm short so uh, yeah, and, you know, after the breakup, and, you know, you watch that person that you loved so much change, you know, begin to love somebody else, you know, that, that pain, that hurt, that shit, you know, it boils inside of you, we've all felt it, if you've ever loved someone and, and, and watched them leave, you've felt that burning sensation in your chest, that gut-wrenching nodding, turning, feels like it's being yanked out of you, yeah, yeah, we've all felt that, yeah, and the crazier part about it is, is I felt myself being sucked into that, and it scared me, and I was like, oh my god, I'm going to be just like my dad, in that regard, like, in a lot of other things, I wish I could be just like my dad, never will be, but that was one part of him that I did not want to take on, <laughs> yeah, I did not want to take on that part of my father, um, and, you know, there was a lot of nights crying. There was a lot of nights mad, you know, just furious and angry at the world. And 
there was a lot of dark nights, very dark nights. Yeah. But <clears throat> one thing me and my father had in common, which I feel like I could do, if not as good, but better than him, was uh, my ability to not only forgive, <laughs> uh, which I didn't realize that he had in him, uh, but also our abilities to write poetry. Yeah, and I, I say both of those things to say this is, you know, uh, I had picked up a bunch of my property from my ex-girlfriend's house, and, um, you know, you start to look at all those things a little more closely. You know how it goes. You get that, you get your stuff back from your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend or your ex-best friend. You know, you get your stuff back from them, and it's like you haven't seen that shit in years, even though it's been, like, right there in the closet. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you haven't seen it in years. So you just take a look at it and kind of rummage through it. Uh... Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I pulled out my dad's old poetry, yeah, because I had been writing poetry, and he always wrote poetry, and was always very poetic whenever he spoke, you know, to people or about people. Um, I pulled out his poetry, and I began to read it, and he spoke of a great love that he had lost, you know, and I read through this poetry, and read through this poetry, and where my father was very straightforward in his writing I'm very um, I like to be very uh, occult with my meanings I like to be very occult with the messages that I'm putting into my my poetry sometimes you can read the poem backwards and understand what I'm talking about maybe a little bit better yeah um, I could have three or four meanings to a stanza yeah um, each verse holding its own yeah my father taught me to do that yeah, but he never wrote that way. Um, but I took a moment. I took a moment to look through his poetry, and, and he spoke of this great love he had lost. And I could hear his voice, you know, as I'm reading, as I'm reading his poems, as I'm reading and reading. And this love was never named. This love was never named, you know, which, which indicated to me how much pain he hold your held I'm sorry held in his heart and I as I began to read more and more I realized that he was speaking of two loves right his first wife yeah and not so not my mom but his first wife my uh, my sister's mom and also speaking of my oldest sister yeah so I'll leave. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to say her name. Yeah. But uh, my oldest sister, who uh, died, she died when she was very young, um, just a few years old, um, and it was tragic. Right? It was tragic, and everybody who ever told me stories of it, right? Like his friends. There's only been a few to ever speak of it, right? But his friends told me how much my dad changed how everybody changed. Everybody around him changed after she died. Um, she was one of those kids who just did things good. You know what I mean? Like, she was a cheerleader, and she was beautiful, and had a had this personality that just, you know, everybody just loved her. And as I spoke of, of her to myself while reading this poetry, I, I thought of my son, because he's just so energetic, and everybody loves him. You know, he loves to dance just like his dad. You know, he's beautiful like his mom. And he's so sweet, but then shy, which, 
you know, tells you that he that he wants to love you, but he's just scared. You know what I mean? And you know, he's my best pal. And I couldn't imagine losing him. You know, even right now, like it makes my eyes burn. You know, like I just cut a fresh onion. <laughs> makes my eyes burn just thinking of losing him. And it's. <clears throat> It's hard to wrap our brains around that type of loss, but I have had that type of loss in my life, right? But not, not of a child that's one greater. I think the only pain greater than losing your parent is losing your child. If you are to live this life and lose your child. And the voice from the grave, right, during this time, my dad was telling me, right, like, son, I'm this way because I bore a great pain. Right? And even though he had this ability to forgive, there were certain things within himself that he could not forgive. There was things within himself that he could not let go. There was disappointment and resentment for an act, something that happened outside of his control that he would not let go. And I know that the voice from the grave was telling me to let go of those things that are weighing me down not to forget them but to release the hold that they have in my life to write my poetry beautifully to not ever hide the names of the, of the loves that I lost never speak on their name with a stutter or with hesitation yeah there's some that I still can't let go as you guys have already heard through this podcast I'm not ready to let go of it yet but in time I will be I recognize that and as long as I keep that in the forefront I know my life will feel better so anybody if you've ever lost somebody if whether they're alive or not if you've ever lost them I hope that you can relate to this I hope that this resonates with you yeah if you let go of that pain if you let go of that hold that it has on you you'll start to feel the sunshine again like I'm literally standing right here Blue Jays are flying all around me here in Ojai. Sun is beating on my face, kissing me oh so gently. Yeah. Its presence, the presence right now, is intoxicating itself. Yeah. So, I hope, I hope somebody resonates with this. I hope that this falls on somebody's ears and helps you let go of something that hurt. And... I'm going to get out of here. i got to head back to Ventura. Um, it's going to be a nice little drive back home. Um, if you guys have a chance, check out corpsecollection.com. That's K-O-R-P-S-X collection.com. Um, go check out some of the new items we got. Um, prices are being slashed and rebooted. And things are being re-uploaded. So go support, please. It's going to help this podcast blow up. Um, I want to say thank you again to everybody who's been listening. If you guys can you know write a review leave me a one or five star review um share it subscribe to it let me know what you guys think hit me up on on instagram or on twitter man at corpse k-o-r-p-s-x um we're going to keep it pushing man uh i take these suggestions seriously so even if i get one or two of them i take them very seriously so uh yeah i hope you guys have a good day week month year in life
I'll be hollering at you guys on the flip side, all right? Stay motivated. Bye. Yo, what up, everybody? I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. It would mean the absolute world to me. I mean the world to me. If you guys could just retweet, share it, tell your friends about it, and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you guys are listening to this to. Again, it would mean the world, man, and I truly appreciate every single one of you. All right? Have a blessed day.